0: Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, my friends? Welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily Boston Bruins podcast where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Very much appreciate you tuning in on this Friday, September 18th, 2020. Chances are you came via your favorite podcast app. The majority of you, I have discovered listening on Apple Podcasts, some on Spotify, others on Stitcher, even fewer on Pocket Casts. Whatever podcast app you use, please smash that subscribe button Each new episode will be automatically uploaded to your feed, where you can download, listen, and if you could rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. For those new to the podcast, like I said, my name is Ian. I am a former news editor at the Score mobile app up here in Toronto, also a contributor to various SB Nation sites most recently covering junior hockey for uh, Second City Hockey, and Fear the Fan did write for the Bruins site back in the day as well. Right now, I'm a digital marketer by day, podcaster on the side, and uh, married with three children. Speaking of which, yesterday I had teased that perhaps my wife Lauren would be on the podcast today. Unfortunately, I forgot that she had... A work meeting this morning, and she is also out and about right now, helping to get ready for our oldest son's birthday, which is tomorrow, and he will be turning ten years old, which is pretty ridiculous. So next week should have more time to sit down and have a chat with her about her uh, experience growing up in a hockey family—not a pro hockey family, but a family with people who played hockey—and um, now us having boys in hockey relationship with the bruins etc cetera, etc cetera. today on the podcast i thought we would take a look at some recent trade rumblings surrounding our boston bruins as well as quickly make some predictions and a preview for the stanley cup final which begins saturday in edmonton between the dallas stars and the tampa bay lightning and then like i said off the top take a look at some news and notes from around the NHL. But first, let's begin with a couple notes from Elliot Friedman's latest 31 Thoughts column, which drops every week on Sportsnet. It's a must-read, and there were a couple Boston notes in there this week that I thought were pretty interesting. First, as I mentioned on the podcast the other day, Eric Stahl was traded from the Minnesota Wild to the Buffalo Sabres. For former Bruin Marcus Johansson. And in Elliot Freeman's latest 31 Thoughts, he mentions the fact that uh, Eric Stahl was completely caught by surprise. He's actually in the process of building a retirement home in Minnesota, according to Freeman. I'm assuming that means his own personal home and not a home for the elderly. And he was traded to the Sabres because the Sabres were not on his. 10-team, no-trade list. That's not because he particularly wanted to go to Buffalo. He just didn't expect that they would pursue him. Apparently, this according to Freeman, Stahl turned down multiple trade ideas over the past two seasons, for all from contenders, and the Bruins being one of those teams that made a push for Stahl over the last two seasons, which is very interesting. Obviously, a couple years ago, the Bruins did get Charlie Coyle from the Minnesota wild in a trade that's saw Ryan Donato go the other way. Uh, I had heard that they were interested also in Eric Stahl. Uh, but I guess he turned down those deals because he liked being in Minnesota. And the fact that he's building his retirement home there suggested that he really wanted to stay. Um, he is a number two center making only $3.52 million. He'll be a great support to Jack Eichel in Buffalo. And um, yeah, just interesting to note that the Bruins were in on him uh, to boost their chances at winning a cup over the last two seasons. Now, the bigger tidbit from Elliott Freeman's column comes uh, by way of Arizona. The Coyotes have hired... Bill Armstrong as its new general manager. He was the Blues assistant GM and there's some crazy things going on in Arizona in terms of obviously uh, John Checa leaving a couple weeks ago. They have some financial issues to deal with, apparently unable to pay kind of like their lease and staff and things like that and they may be in cost cutting mode when it comes to the roster. Apparently, according to Friedman, Calgary, Edmonton, and our Boston Bruins have checked in on Oliver Ekman-Larsen. And Friedman added there are undoubtedly more candidates, or uh, what do you call them, suitors for uh, a defenseman of his ilk. Now, this one doesn't really make sense to me because Oliver Ekman-Larsen is the same age as, as Torrey Krug at 29 years old. And he is signed to a very lengthy contract, eight years, 66 million dollars that carries him through the end of 2026-27. It carries an 8.25 million salary cap hit. So what I don't get is why the Bruins would try to pursue Oliver Ekman larsson who's the same age as Tori Krug, when you have Krug who's sitting there as a UFA who I think would sign for a similar deal to what Oliver Ekman Larson is at. And he's arguably more valuable to the Bruins because he's familiar with the Bruins. He's, you know, had success with the Bruins. Uh, Oliver Ekman Larson is, you know, bigger and has put up pretty decent offensive numbers. But at the same time... uh, it's not really that much of an upgrade over Tori Krug, if at all, in my estimation. Perhaps even a downgrade, you could argue. Krug has averaged 0.64 points per game over his career. Ekman Larson's at 0.5, and Krug's possession numbers are uh, better than Ekman Larson's. Career 50.3 at even strength for Ekman Larson. For Tori Krug, I believe he's up around. 55%, this according to hockey reference. And then, of course, like I said, there's the familiarity with the organization and all of that. So, yeah, Ekman Larson is under control for a long period of time. So he's already signed. You don't have to deal with that. But it doesn't make sense to give Torrey Krug money to Oliver Ekman Larson and make that swap. I really don't get why the Bruins would do that. And I would think if you're going to invest in that money against the cap, why not just give it to Tori Krug, who you already know fits in well with uh, with your team. There were some other rumblings in regards to Jake DeBrusque being available. I think that was from Kevin Allen of USA Today. In my time with the score, I really um, became weary of who to trust in terms of hockey insiders, what hockey quote unquote rumors to take much stock of and which to take with a grain of salt. There's only a few insiders that I would trust with this kind of information. If I don't hear it from them, then I'm skeptical of it. Elliot Freeman certainly won, you know, Pierre Lebrun, his rumblings column in the athletics. Very good. Uh, Chris Johnston, although he doesn't really break much news. Bob McKenzie's kind of off to the side. Darren Dreger, to a lesser extent. So all that to say, it's going to be a crazy trade season perhaps. This offseason is unprecedented in terms of you know the timing of it and COVID and all that. So just be cognizant of who's saying what and try not to put too much weight on A report or a rumor from a source that is not kind of in that elite insider range. Before we move on, let's talk for a moment about Roman. Now, erectile dysfunction is a difficult subject to tackle, especially if it's affecting you. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves or say things like, I lost my mojo, I had a long day at work. Sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman it's easy to talk about. You can connect with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. Getting started is simple. You just go to getroman.com slash NHL and you can complete an online questionnaire. You can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two day shipping. ED used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Go to getroman.com slash locked on NHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's getroman.com slash locked on NHL. Now, if you're feeling hungry this weekend, I suggest downloading the DoorDash app and ordering from your favorite restaurant getting it delivered right to your door with contactless delivery drop-off. You can continue supporting local restaurants safely. There are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. You've counted on restaurants, now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. Ordering is easy, just open the app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door Right now, Locked On Boston Bruins listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code Locked On NHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code Locked On NHL. For the first time since 2015, the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to the Stanley Cup Final. Anthony Cirelli scored in overtime as the Lightning defeated the New York Islanders 2-1 in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Final, taking the Series 4-2 and earning the Prince of Wales Trophy as Eastern Conference Champions. I should mention they did touch the trophy. They did not in 2015, and so... After losing to the Chicago Blackhawks that year, they decided, why not mix it up a little bit? Victor Hedman scored his ninth goal of the playoffs. He's tied with Bobby Orr and Brad Park for the third most goals in a single postseason by an NHL defenseman, which is, which is crazy. So the Lightning will now face off against the Dallas Stars in the Stanley Cup Final. It will begin Saturday with Game 1 at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the full schedule has been released. And Game 7, if it goes that far, would be played on Wednesday, September 30th. So NHL season will be wrapped up by October 1st. Like I've been talking about, the NHL draft will be October 6th and 7th, and then free agency begins on the 9th. I believe, according to the schedule, there's a back-to-back situation in the Stanley Cup Final as well, which is is pretty rare. But, uh, you know, they just want to get it Want to get it done, I guess. Before I look at a, a quick prediction for the series, I wanted to mention a piece on ESPN.com posted uh, this morning by Greg Wasinski. And in talking the other day about why I was rooting for the Stars, I failed to mention head coach Rick Bonus. Rick Bonus was coach of the Bruins in 1991-92. And that was the last time he was in the postseason as a head coach in the NHL 28 years ago, which is pretty crazy. And Wish has a piece up on why a bunch of ex-Boston Bruins are backing bonus in the Stanley Cup Final. He talked to some former Bruins about his stint with the team behind the bench and uh, just the kind of guy that he is and why they're rooting for him. Wish wrote, bonus was only 36 when the Bruins promoted him from the AHL affiliate, the Maine Mariners. Mike Milbury had coached Boston to consecutive 100-point seasons, but moved upstairs to become an assistant general manager, theoretically on track to replace then-general manager Harry Sinden. Thank God that didn't happen. Bonus beat out candidates like Boston University coach Jack Parker for the job. He took over a team that had to become the NHL's most storied bridesmaid, Wish wrote, losing in the Stanley Cup final in 1998 and 1990, and losing in the conference final in the season before to the Pittsburgh Penguins. They had Ray Bork, Cam Neely, both of whom suffered pretty uh, devastating injuries that season, limiting them very severely. The Bruins finished second in the division, they won the semifinals in Game Seven over the Sabers, swept the Montreal Canadiens in the division final, and then for the second year in a row, Mario Lemieux and the Penguins sent the Bruins home. And then Bonus was fired despite that success. Uh, Harry Sinden said he considered firing Bonus two or three other times during the season, claiming he lacked something as a Bruins coach. Bobby Carpenter, who was a center at the time for the Bruins, said when Bonus came in with a calm and more cerebral way of coaching, it was like, this ain't going to work for the Bruins. It's only a guess, but I don't think it had anything to do with what he did, good or bad. It's that they wanted someone back there that could jump up and down. Sinden said that for a Bruins coach, there's an element and an instinct that come to few, and we hope that we can find it in whomever we select. Bonus went on to become the head coach of the expansion Ottawa Senators. And the Bruins pounced on Brian Sutter, who had been fired by the St. Louis Blues as his replacement. Andy Brickley said the Bruins coveted Sutter. No matter what Rick had done that year in Boston, it almost seemed like he was a placeholder until Sutter was available. Stephen Leach said, hats off to Bonus for his perseverance. The volatility in the coaching profession is outrageous in the NHL. For him to hang in there and do what he's done for all these years, hats off to him for sure. All that to say, another reason to root for the Dallas Stars, although I don't think they're going to be able to come out on top against the Tampa Bay Lightning team. That uh, is just incredibly impressive from top to bottom. and there's rumblings that Steven Stamkos might even be able to make it back for the final, which would just give them another boost of offense, and uh, really cap off what has been uh, a great few seasons of promise and potential for this club. They have Andre Vasilevsky, one of the best goalies in the league. Victor Hedman, arguably the best defenseman in the NHL right now. Uh, Nikita Kucherov, Braden Point. Uh, Anthony Cirelli just loaded from top to bottom and troubling for the Dallas Stars is that they're actually averaging more goals against than goals for in the postseason 2.95 goals for versus 3.05 goals against uh, when you're playing a team that is stacked like the Tampa Bay Lightning as good as Anton Hudoman has been that doesn't really Uh, bode well for success, even in a short series. So I'm going to go Tampa Bay in six in this one. Let me know what you think. If you have any predictions to offer, hit me up at ENC McLaren or at LO underscore Boston Bruins. Now, if you're looking for a healthy snack that tastes amazing, look no further than BuiltBar.com. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. They come in amazing flavors such as caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, as well as 12 original flavors like coconut almond, peanut butter, double chocolate. They're covered in 100% chocolate and soft and easy to chew. But they're also great for the health conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great even if you're on the keto diet. Right now, you can go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on to get $10 off your next order. That's promo code lockdown for $10 off your next order at builtbar.com. There are a few other interesting news tidbits from Elliot Freeman's 31 Thoughts. The first being that it appears as though Matt Dumba is a trade candidate for the Minnesota Wild, Freeman suggested the Winnipeg Jets, Vancouver Canucks, and Calgary Flames could be among the suitors. The Jets can't offer up a center, but the Wild um, might be interested in a skilled winger like Nikolai Ellers, for example. Same goes for the Canucks with Brock Besser. Um, he feels the Flames could do it, it could involve Sean Monahan going. He noted that Bill Guerin's predecessor pursued. Leafs for William Nylander. The Leafs weren't inclined to move him then, and Friedman isn't convinced that that has changed. Now, the Minnesota Wild today did announce that they won't be re-signing Mikko Koivu, so they're now without Koivu and Stahl, who were two of their top centers in recent years. It made me wonder if the Bruins would consider dealing David Krejci to the... Minnesota Wild in a Matt Dumba deal, I would really love to have a player like Matt Dumba on the Bruins. It would probably require dealing Brandon Carlo, who will be in line for a Dumba-type contract in a couple years. And so you trade Krejci for Dumba. That kind of offsets the salary. Trade Carlo in a package for an established top line or a second line scorer. and. Um, I think that could be beneficial to the Bruins. Um, although, you know, I'd hate to see Krejci go, but it would be trading from, you know, a position where Krejci only has one year left on his deal to get a player like Dumba who's under control for a few more years. You're giving up Carlo, but ideally you're bringing in a player uh, who could replace Krejci on the second line as well. Or you bump Coil up to the second line, which... Let's be honest, that's where he's going to be soon anyways if Krejci leaves and acquire uh, you know, someone on the wing who can score, put Stenika up to third line center, etc. I don't know, just a thought that I had that uh, could be interesting in a way to, to shake up the team. Not much else going on that really relates to our Bruins, so I think I'm going to end it there for the week. Thank you so much for taking some time to listen to this or any other episode of Locked On Boston Bruins this week. Hope you all have a great weekend. Like I mentioned, we'll be celebrating our son's 10th birthday this weekend, which is crazy, but, but should be pretty fun. Looking forward to taking advantage of the fall weather up here. And uh, we'll certainly be also checking out Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final. Look for my wife, Lauren, to be on the podcast next week and hopefully some other friends and guests as well. And yeah, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please do so. Rate and review it as well. That would be very much appreciated. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you again on Monday. Take care, friends.